Well, New South Wales opposition leader Chris Minns is considering a radical and groundbreaking plan to stop students using their devices in classrooms as part of his election campaign. Mobile phone jamming technology, similar to what's used in prisons, could be rolled out in public schools. Yeah, to take us through today's headlines, we welcome journalist Suzanne Moston from Canberra and host of Brisbane's B105 Brecky show staff Davidson. Hi, team. The um, highly sophisticated technology, it would prevent phones from ringing during class stop access to social media, Suze. Uh, is this a welcome idea to prevent distraction? Look, I completely um, believe that teachers are having the worst time of their teaching careers with doom scrolling, the internet, TikTok, all of these distractions, and they're in the classroom all the time. And they need some relief from that. Teachers need to be able to teach. But, you know, one of my kids went to a high school where they had a firewall. So it was similar. It didn't stop all communication, but there was a firewall. So if ever kids wanted to log on to suspect sites, that was flagged and it went against their student record ID. So then they were talked to about that. And I also think, whilst this is really dr drastic, I mean, we use it in prisons, this whole jamming technology. Should we really be saying, kids, we don't trust you, we don't think you, you're all about uh, personal responsibility and maturity, so we're just going to stop it for you? Teach kids how to wean themselves off and time and place. Yeah. Now, staff, teacher-to-teacher communication and medical emergency technology would still work. Um, we all went through school without phones, and apart from being kicked out at 16 and failing everything, I've survived. <laughs> uh, but do we really want kids to feel like they're in prison with this thing? Mm. Yes. Yes, 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 we do. Have you seen the youth crime statistics at the moment, especially up here in Queensland? Yes, get them used to it. And you're right, though, Larry, they don't need their phones. There's no need apart from calling their mum, but they can do that at the office. We certainly survived the whole way through. We've got the massive problem up here of phones and vapes as well. So it is almost like you have to confiscate all their, all their goods before they're in, almost like a prison. So whatever helps the teachers teach them, and maybe then if they don't have their phones, they can be taught how to not use their phones. I think I'm all for it, all for it. And if you ask most kids anyway, they say school already feels like a prison anyway. So <laughs> yeah, true. What's, the, what's the difference? That's right. Let's take it a step further and keep the mum and dads happy. Uh, moving on, your hard-earned thirst could cost you up to $16. A pint of standard draft beer across pubs in Melbourne has skyrocketed, ranging from $10.70 all the way up to $16. Bucks. Stav, price gouging or it's just this, the reality of inflation? Yeah, I think it is a bit of both, and it is, uh, I mean, the beer tax goes up twice a year in Australia, so this is a continuing problem, and I think it is going to get to the point where people will stay home. I think we see that in Queensland a lot. There's a lot more back deck parties where, because you buy a carton for $50, I don't know how the money goes up so much when you take a beer out of the carton. It's mm -hmm. like popcorn at the movies. You can buy a whole bag for $2, but then you go to the movies and it's uh, $10.50 for a little bucket. It doesn't make any sense, uh, and it is going to drive Australians out of one of their favourite places, the pub. They love it there, yeah. but th there's no point going if it's going to be too expensive. Yeah, Suze, so they're also thinking about banning beer in schools as well. It's outrageous. <laughs> <laughs> people drinking... Oh, that, Larry, that ship has sailed. <laughs> <laughs> now, people drinking less is obviously a good thing, but pubs closing and putting people out of work is not. Suze, where do we go? What's the solution here? Well, true, although you can still get a cheap beer in certain places, and I think some of the more boutique pubs, they're jacking up the price and using those federal government beer taxes as the excuse. And, and you know... 
this really doesn't pass the pub test. People can turn to home brewing. It was the golden age in the 60s, 70s and 80s, wasn't it? You know, my dad's home brew is better than yours. And you can make something like 50 litres of beer at home for 65 bucks. And maybe if you're going to go to to one of those boutique hotels or pubs, have a $15 brew and then have a couple of waters in between. I know I sound like a wowser, but if we're all tightening our belts, it's going to be better for our health, better for our wallets, and it will send a signal to the pubs that they can't just gouge drinkers. Yeah, problem with the water in those pubs is that's 12 bucks too. Yes, oh, yeah. Thank you both. Glamorous Suze and Stav. <laughs> if you'd like to have your say on any of these topics, send to our Facebook or Twitter pages and use the hashtag TMS7. Love it.